Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Exodus 28. Garments of the Priests. Then bring near to yourself Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him from among the sons of Israel to minister as priests to me, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all the skillful persons whom I am endowed with the spirit of wisdom that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister as priest to me. These are the garments which they shall make, a a breastpiece and an ephod and a robe and a tunic of checkered work, a turban and a sash, and they shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons, that he may minister as priest to me. They shall take the gold and the blue and the purple and the scarlet material and the fine linen. They shall also make the ephod of gold, of blue and purple and scarlet material and fine twisted linen. The work of the skillful workman. It shall have two shoulder pieces joined to its two ends that it may be joined. The skillfully woven band which is on it shall be like its workmanship of the same material of gold, of blue and purple and scarlet material and fine twisted linen. You shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on the one stone and the names of the remaining six on the other stone, according to their birth. As a jeweler engraves a signet, you shall engrave the two stones according to the names of the sons of Israel. You shall set them in filigree settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as stones of memorial for the sons of Israel. And Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. You shall make filigree settings of gold and two chains of pure gold and shall make them of twisted cordage work. And you shall put the corded chains on the filigree settings. You shall make a breastpiece of judgment, the work of a skillful workman, like the work of the ephod. You shall make it of gold, of blue and purple and the scarlet material and fine twisted linen. You shall make it. It shall be square and folded double, a span in length and a span in width. You shall mount mount on it four rows of stones. The first row shall be a row of ruby, topaz, and emerald. And the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and a diamond. And the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, and an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be set in gold filigree. The stone shall be according to the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to their names. That shall be like the engravings of a seal, each according to his name for the twelve tribes. You shall make on the breastpiece chains of twisted cordage, work in pure gold. 
You shall make on the breastpiece two rings of gold and shall put the two rings on the two ends of the breastpiece. You shall put the two cords of gold on the two rings at the end of the breastpiece. You shall put the other two ends of the two cords on the two filigree settings and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. You shall make two rings of gold and shall place them on the two ends of the breastpiece on the edge of it, which is toward the inner side of the ephod. You shall make two rings of gold and put them on the bottom of the, the two shoulder pieces of the ephod on the front of it, close to the place where it is joined above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. They shall bind the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod with the blue cord, so that it will be on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and that the breastpiece will not come loose from the ephod. Aaron shall carry the names of the sons of Israel in the breastpiece of judgment over his heart when he enters the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. You shall put in the breastpiece of judgment the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. And Aaron shall carry the judgment of the sons of Israel over his heart before the Lord continually. You shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue. There shall be an opening at its top and in the middle of it. Around its opening there shall be a binding of woven work like the opening of a coat of mail, so that it will not be torn. You shall make on its hem, pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet material, all around on its hem, and bells of gold between them all around. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, all around on the hem of the robe. It shall be on Aaron when he ministers, and its tinkling shall be heard when he enters and leaves the holy place before the Lord, so that he will not die. You shall also make a plate of pure gold, and shall engrave on it like the engravings of a seal. Holy to the Lord. You shall fasten it on a blue cord, and it shall be on the turban. It shall be at the front of the turban. It shall be on Aaron's forehead, and Aaron shall take away the iniquity of the holy things which the sons of Israel consecrate with regard to all their holy gifts. And it shall always be on his forehead, that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall weave the tunic of checkered work of fine linen and shall make a turban of fine linen and you shall make a sash the work of a weaver. For Aaron's sons, you shall make tunics. You shall also make sashes for them and you shall make caps for them for glory and for beauty. You shall put them on Aaron, your brother, and on his sons with him and you shall anoint them and ordain them and consecrate them that they may be serve me as priests. You shall make for them linen breeches to cover their bare flesh. They shall reach from the loins even to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they enter the tent of meeting or when they approach the altar to minister in the holy place so that they do not incur guilt and die. It shall be a statute forever to him and to his descendants after him. Reading through some of this description, um, I mean, just trying to picture it, it's kind of difficult, but if you could just kind of slow down and listen to each part and try to picture each piece of this garment, it's beautiful. God really does want them to be beautiful and to show this memorial to what has been, to the ancestry, to those who have gone before, to the 12 tribes and everything that God did for them. But also one of the things, this is kind of comical to me, but when I'm reading through it and it says that he should have on his forehead, he should have on the 
turban and on the forehead, if I could find it again really quickly, basically something that says holy to the Lord. There it is. So holy to the Lord is supposed to be engraved and put on the turban so that it sits on Aaron's forehead so that when he approaches me, now think of that. When he's walking up to him, he's got holy to the Lord set across his forehead, almost like a baseball cap. Like a baseball cap where we're going to put whoever that team is that we're representing right across the front of the baseball cap. So everybody knows who that team is that we're, we're uh, representing. Well, that's pretty much the same thing. One, you see the outfit and you go, wow, he's a priest. <laughs> Look at all that. And secondly, you see right across that forehead, holy to the Lord. So who's on your baseball cap, Bill? Who goes across the front of yours? Because what God really wants us to do is to be a fan of his, to be on his team. And I, I mean, I found it just comical thinking about it, but the more I think about it, the more that that kind of rings true. That's why don't we, you know, wear shirts that show everyone that we're on God's team. Wear hats that say the same thing. I know there's some people who do, and there's some things that are out there. And even our ministry, we've got some uh, apparel that people can wear that kind of point back to our ministry. But I wanted to point straight back to God. Just to say, my favorite team is God's team. Father, I just pray that I'm thankful that you allow us to be a part of the team. And I pray that you can give me the courage and just the the knowledge as to how to appropriately just adorn that, that I could wear it, that everyone would know. I know Jesus said that they will know your Christians by your love. It's by what we do. It's by the actions and the works. But I think it should also be in something just what we wear. I mean, we're willing to wear national flags to show patriotic nationalism. We're willing to wear sports teams to kind of show our allegiances to whatever sport or whatever team within a sport. So why don't we wear that for you? Father, just give us an appropriate way that we can show we're on your team. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or 
uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Mm -hmm.